Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, bringing you information and resources that you can use for your business. Well, hello, ladies. Happy, happy, happy Monday to you. This is such a beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. Now, I trust that you all had a wonderful weekend and that you are now ready to have an incredible week accomplishing your goals staying productive, and doing the things that matter most to you. So excited that you're here with me today. Now, our theme this month has been loving yourself, loving your business. It's all about, you know, learning to have the right kind of love for yourself, right? And we talked about that a couple of episodes ago, so you may want to go back at womenaboutbiz.net and listen to our previous podcast episodes. But remember, loving yourself in your business is not always about what you want, but it's about doing what's best for you and doing what's best for your business. It's about understanding the importance of balance between yourself and your business and what love really means when it comes to that, right? And how having the right type of love can help both you and your business to literally thrive, to soar beyond limits that you even imagined, right? So today I'm going to be sharing with you how to focus on the results you want, you know, because it's so easy to have plenty of activities listed on both your physical and your mental calendar, and it can cause you to feel overwhelmed, right? We all know it because we we are women, and one thing that we have in common is that we know that we just sometimes do doggone it too much, right? We try to handle everything, and we try to you know, really put the things that are important to us in the forefront. But by doing that, sometimes we just overcrowd everything and we overwhelm ourselves, right? Even to the point to where when we don't accomplish what we would consider the most important uh, on a weekly basis, we get very, very disappointed by that by the end of the week, right? So I'm going to be sharing with you some ways to stay better focused on the results that you want. Also today um, on our lineup, of course, we have five questions of business leadership. Of course, these are questions that I repeat every Monday, but so many business women share with me that they have different answers to these questions throughout the year. So again, make sure that you ask them of yourself as often as you need to when I share them. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about time management tips that work. And our book club book of the month, Action Has No Season by Michael V. Roberts, and just phenomenal, right? It's a, a really good book. Sometimes, yes, you have to go look over and read what he's really saying, but it is a lot of wisdom chalked in these words in the book, right? And so I'll be reading from chapter 10, Mastering Your Emotions, a very profound chapter. I found myself reading it three times over. I'm going to read it again a little bit later today. Uh, but I love the book because it, it really is talking about just what this month is about. It's about focusing on all of the right things, really, truly learning to love yourself and your business in a way that it's it's benefiting you. It's making you feel good about what you do, right? And so we're going to get right down to it right now with the five questions of business leadership. Here comes number one. Have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Now, Listen up, ladies. This is something that I have personally experienced myself, and I, w- I just want to share this with you. You know, sometimes we can be um, not as strict with ourselves and not as consistent with ourselves when everything is going right, you know? And then we may have a, a, a day that triggers and knocks us off the horse, and we are just left feeling unbalanced, 
We are left feeling um, unprotected um, in many ways. And sometimes we are just not even feeling business that day. Sometimes we're not just feeling what, what it is that we are needing to do. And so preparing your mindset for greatness is not just a do it every now and then kind of thing. And this is something that I have to constantly remind myself of as well. But preparing your mindset for greatness is it is like one of the number one things that you have to hold priority at the top of your day as you wake up, when you wake up, right before you get out of bed, whatever you need to do, you need to be preparing your mindset for greatness. And here's why, because it is going to help you to create a force field around yourself to remind you of what's important to protect you throughout the day uh, as as you experience different things, different things that people say, different environments that you have to go into, uh, as you experience different results that you may not have liked, you know, it, it puts a force still around you and keeps you in the positive to understand that you are in control and you don't really plan on giving up your power to anything or anyone. And so, as I talked to several of my clients this past week, I talked a lot about giving up your power and exactly what does it mean to give up your power. Well, let's first of all take a look at the fact that power within the human body is energy. It's an energy source, right? And when you have a tendency to listen to what other people say, the naysayers, when you have a tendency to allow someone to impact you by something that they have said in a negative uh, or non-productive manner, you can actually feel the energy leaving away from your body, literally. And you can find yourself getting uh, all types of side effects from it. You can feel yourself getting sleepy, you can feel yourself getting tired, or you may feel yourself stress eating, or you may feel uh, yourself not wanting to be around anyone else for the day. So this is really a true thing that happens. Yes, you can give up your power. You can give up your energy. You can give up your ability to control uh, things that are in your control. You can give up that ability to people, places, and things, and it happens over and over again to millions of people every single day. So it's important for you to prepare your mindset for greatness because it creates a positive force field around you, constantly keeping on the surface of your mind the importance of you maintaining control over yourself, right? So in order to do that, you can ask yourself, what beliefs and habits do I need to support my vision and my goals? What, what beliefs do I need to adopt on that, right? Uh, what is my morning personal development? What should I be working on? Uh, and don't forget to create custom affirmations that are personal to you. Now, number two in the five questions of belief and leadership is, are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and my goals? And ladies, I just want to tell you, um, every single day, this question that I asked myself, this question, I began to realize the importance of the question and just how much this particular question, when answered truthfully and authentically from you, will set you free, literally, right? When you ask yourself if you have the belief to really support what it is that you want in life and business, Whatever your answer is, as long as it's truthful, as long as it is real, you are going to grow from it, okay? Here's question number three. What do I want to have accomplished by this Friday? And I always like to break things finally down into the week as far as looking at what your goals are because usually it's by Friday or Saturday that we want to have accomplished a certain number of goals, and when they aren't done, uh, then we, we we tend to really become unfocused and, and, and the overwhelmness continues, right? So we really have to look at what is it that we want to do by Friday. If you're in business, of course, that means that you hands down cannot 
exclude sales, marketing, and business leads. You always have to have those three things within your goals. Why? Because those are really the three most important things to any business. If you're talking about business nutrition and the, the type of food and energy source that we have to feed our businesses in order for those businesses to grow uh, and be productive, then that that is it. Sales, marketing, and leads, those three things are very, very important to any business, right? And so hands down, you can't, uh, you can't ignore them. They all three have to be extremely consistent within your business. And then number four, how can I be an asset to my business? You know, again, this is one of those questions that if you're truthful with yourself, then you will really take the time to answer the question. And if you're not being as as much of an asset as you had hoped, then it's time for you to ask yourself, well, how can I be an asset? What does my business need me to do? And I find a lot of times when I'm talking to people about the five questions of business leadership, a lot of women are... I think ignoring on purpose a lot of the questions and just doing kind of like a one-off answer. For example, you know, how can I be an asset to my business? Well, I can be an asset to my business by being a good CEO. Well, what the heck does that mean, right? It's like we become lazy and wanting to answer questions that can help us to grow, that can help us to expand, that can help us to be the business women that we need to be for ourselves and our and our companies, right? And so I want you guys not to look at these questions as, okay, okay, I'm just going to ask them and I'm just going to come up with any old answer because the questions are meant for you to be extremely truthful and to dig deep beneath the surface so that you can blossom, so that you can grow, so that you can tap into your own self-power, your own self-energy source, and become something quite incredible that you are proud of, right? And so, again, when you are asking these questions, I really want you to get into your quiet space. Here's the last question in five questions of business leadership. Am I investing in myself and my business. You know, again, time and time again, I see that um, women who go into business, they have some type of, uh, of a belief that they have adopted that they can run a business without investing money and time into it. And then they're very disappointed when they don't get the results that they actually want. Well, when you're looking at investing in yourself and your business, number one, you're looking at investing in your health and your wellness. I cannot stress this enough. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say, but it's true. As you get much older and you go back and you look at your 20s and your 30s, and yes, for me, your 40s, um, you begin to look at the mistakes that you made and the, and the procrastination uh, and the things that you did not do okay, that you did not do, and you realize how you should have taken better care of your health, even though you were aware of it, even though that you said that you were going to do it, there was no consistency, right? There was no consistency. So as a result, uh, that is the problem altogether. And so I really want you guys to really think about very seriously how you are loving yourself from a health and a wellness perspective, okay? The next thing is personal development and coaching. You know, at some some point, you're going to realize that you can't do everything by yourself and that being able to tap into the power, the talent, and the potential that other people have to help you shorten your learning curve and move faster, you're going to learn that that is one of the best things that you can do to push yourself forward. Even if you can afford a virtual assistant for five hours a week, three hours a week, there are repetitive tasks and different things that you can do that can really, really help you uh, to to focus on other things, right? And so you want to keep that in mind. And last but not least, you want to look at your marketing and your advertising as you ask yourself about are you investing? Because you cannot have a zero budget and it's 
expect some type of yield uh, or return on, on, on your investment of nothing, right? So you have to set a budget. And I've, you know, shared with a lot of people that, you know, even if you don't have the funds up front, it's okay. Because what you want to look at is what are your goals for the year? Whatever those goals are for the year as far as sales is concerned, you basically just take anywhere between 10 to 20% of every sale that comes into you and you actually go ahead and you set that aside so that you can set up enough money to start doing some type of advertisements. Um, for yourself. You know, I know a lot of people right now that are doing like $5 per day Facebook advertisements, right? That's $150 a month. And they're not getting tons of leads, but they're getting the type of leads coming in that they're able to close some of those leads and actually see that they're making money fivefold, 5x uh, the amount that they are actually investing in the Facebook ads. And some people are even turning that money back over, back into the Facebook ads so they can get bigger results. So again, investing yourself in business is very, very key. And I want you to remember, lastly, uh, about investing in yourself and your business is that without the energy, without the proper health, uh, without any of that, there really is not going to be a successful business because you're not going to have the strength or energy to do anything. So you've got to get yourself on a health regimen, a wellness plan. You've got to, even if it's 15 minutes every single day, um, drinking, you know, at least five to eight glasses of water every single day to to really uh, make sure that your body is hydrated. You want to start doing things that is going to enhance your health and make you feel good. And I want to remind you of that. Well, that's all we have for five questions of business leadership. Hopefully you ladies um, are writing these questions down. Many of you who are long-time listeners, I know that you know what those questions are. Make sure that you get in your quiet space as often as you need to, to ask yourself those questions, to write down the answers, and to begin to explore and discover ways to become a better CEO for you and your business. It's 12:17 after the hour. You are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I am so very glad that you all are here with me today. It is not too late to flash over on another line if you dialed in and to let someone else know, hey, you need to get on Successful Woman Radio. Uh, Trina's going to be talking today all about focusing on the results you want. Okay, uh, with, if you have a pen in hand, here's the phone number, 347-637-2589 is the number that your guests can dial into. Again, 347-637-2589. And of course, if you are listening from the internet, make sure you share the link, blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio, all one word. And we are doing so well. The board is pretty much packed out. It looks like we have a few more spaces. And um, I know that a lot of people are listening from online as well. Should you miss a show, make sure that you um, go to womenaboutbiz.net and you can click on podcast in the top white menu bar. And once you land on the Successful Woman radio page, you basically will see the the broadcast player on the right-hand side, and you can listen to any of the previously broadcasted shows. For those of you that are new to Successful Woman Radio, I want to say a big hello and welcome to you and let you know who we are and what we do. Successful Woman Radio is a part of the Women About Biz Network. We are a a radio show that's all about creating a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life generating the income that you desire. And of course, my goal as the host is always to provide you with meat, provide you with information that you are going to be able to put to use right away. So make sure you mark your calendar for every single Monday at 12 noon Eastern time as you get information that's going to help your business to grow and thrive. Well, I want to go ahead right now and I want to talk a little bit more about some time management tips. Last week, I talked to all of you about spacers and the importance of spacers, the importance of using only one calendar. Um, but I also want to talk to you about 
consistency with time management, right? Because a lot of the times we have a calendar and sometimes as women, we go and we look at things that are pretty. We look at things and say, oh, I have a lot on my calendar. It looks really great. But is it really functional? Okay, so you have to ask yourself, what is the functionality of my calendar? Why am I even using it? Because a lot of times we we can easily make our calendars look good. We can color code our calendars, which, hey, I like to color code, right? We can be using a really good time management system like Google Calendar. However, does it really work for us? if we never look at the darn thing, right? Or if we forget to look at the darn thing. I mean, does it make any sense that we wake up and roll right out of bed into our day, living life on the surface, of course, and we just are throwing ourselves into the day without any thought or concern about how that's actually impacting how our day is going to turn out? Does that make any sense to you guys? No, not to me right? And not to many of you who are listening. And so we have to be very mindful and um, we have to really start taking time management very seriously to the point to where we have to develop a habit of how we are exactly managing our time from a planner standpoint. So the one thing that I want to recommend to you, first of all, is you got to get used to setting three times throughout the day that you are looking at your time management system. The first time really should be in the morning, right? Right as you prepare your mind for greatness, you then want to look at your calendar to, again, make sure that everything you have listed for that day is really focusing on the goal that should be accomplished by the end of the week and that you just don't have fluff, fluff items on there, right? Or items that are not really in priority and that can be held off or be delegated to someone else. The next thing that I think um, is really important is that when, when you build this habit of looking in your calendar, you want to look for not just the activities, but you also want to look at the type of activities. And I always like to mark anything that's bringing me in money right away. I always mark it green because when I can see a bunch of green on my paper or in my electronic planner on Google, I know, right, that I'm doing something right when I have appointments or things set that are automatically bringing me in money. And this is something that a lot of people have a hard time of dealing with and saying, well, not everything that you do is going to bring you in money right away. But see, that's, that's the problem. That's the problem with our mindset and our thinking because every activity that you do as it pertains to business should in some way bring you in money in some way. Um, and if you don't have enough green on your calendar or enough activities where you can say, oh, that's $500 coming in this week, that's 1000 coming in this week, then there is a problem business-wise, and you need to be aware of it. And Mama Trina is here to tell you how it really is, okay? And this is something I had to correct myself on. And honestly, when I did that, it changed everything. I had a huge paradigm shift and I actually was able to start seeing money come into my business. So it's going to happen for you the same way. You first have to look at what's not going right in order to make those things happen, right? It's not to feel bad or to be down on yourself. It is to correct things that are going on that should not be going on in your business. So that's very, very key, Okay. So I love using colors because of that fact, because I can, at a glance, begin to see on a daily basis what's not green and, you know, and, and what needs to be worked on. And that's very, very key. If there is something that's supporting um, 
my business that's going to help me make that money, whether it's a follow-up or whether it is a prospect or anything like that. I may choose another color that leads to it turning into green uh, so that at least I know that, hey, all of those things are getting ready to turn green because they're either a follow-up, I'm talking to a prospect or what have you. So you've got to create your own system, okay? The next thing I think is really important when it comes to time management is that I mentioned that you should you know, look at your calendar during the day three times, but I didn't mention the other two times. So I believe in the morning, in the mid-afternoon, and in the early evening, those are the three time frames that I think that you should be looking at your calendar, early morning, mid-afternoon, and early evening. So early evening might be like six or seven o'clock, right? Um that you look at your calendar to make sure that nothing fell through the cracks, that you're doing okay. And so I think that's very, very important. I think the one thing that that having a, an organized planner will do for us if we allow it, if we stay committed to the system, is that it will show us the truth about what we are actually holding priority and if it's if it's correct or if it's wrong if it's that we should be changing our mindset on what is priority and what is not priority in my opinion and working with so many business women and even myself i think that we are just too darn overwhelmed with a lot of things that are going on in our lives and as a result we aren't really focusing on all of the things that we need to for our business. And we're going to be talking about that uh, in just a little bit as we discuss, you know, ways to focus on the results that you want. I'm going to dig a little bit deeper into that and share some things with you a little bit later on in the show today. But I wanted to give you those times, you know, talk about time management a little bit more because time management is very, very important. And while it's true, we can't and we can't um control we we really can't control time because time was created by God and it's a measurement of space and time and, and energy and guess what it also is a testament to the fact that you are here it's your testimony it's like God's testifying right back to you that as long as you can tell time on this side of life, you're here. You're here. And how you use it can can create miracles and incredible things in your life, or it can create disappointments, and you get to choose which direction that it is going to go, right? And so we do have to realize that, no, we don't actually manage time. We say that in our terms, but really what it's about is managing ourselves because God does give us that authority to manage over ourselves and make those decisions for ourselves. So how we decide to utilize the space and time and energy that passes us by for for each of these 24-hour segments, how we choose to use that is very, very important. And we must start paying closer attention to how that time is used because it is indeed the greatest commodity uh, in the world. And we need to believe it and know it because it's factual, it's evidential, okay? Um, I want to go ahead right now, and I want to talk about the book, Action Has No Season. A big thank you to all of you who have uh, shared via email some of your aha moments and also shared uh, how much you are enjoying the book. Um, It is a good book because the book really does share from the perspective of a billionaire's mindset of how to become an actionaire, how to become someone that is wealthy in taking action. So what I want to do is I want to go ahead and I want to read for you from chapter 10, Mastering Your Emotions. The author says, controlling your emotions is the first step to becoming an actionaire. The single greatest detriment to acquiring authority and influence comes through the failure of mastering emotions. An inappropriate response to a disagreeable situation or business deal could change your life instantly. The momentary gratification of exposing your attitude is not worth your life's work. 
Acting impulsively by divulging your emotions could cost your perseverance and dedication to acquiring authority and wealth. If you keep your focus on the big picture, which is your calling, vision, and destiny, then you will never be hurt or experience any extreme emotion. A person who demonstrates anger portrays the most destructive response to a state of affairs. Raged and unbridled tempers impair your vision more than any emotion. The opposite side of the emotional spectrum is love, worship, and enticement. If used in an extreme manner, both of these types of emotions could be equally destructive. The author goes on to say, these emotions cloud the path to your objective and could position you in ill-fated predicament. He says, it is improbable and nearly impossible to modify love or anger. And you would probably be unsuccessful if you even tried. You should never allow these emotions to influence your actions or strategies to gain financial freedom and influence. Mastering your emotions requires you to detach yourself from the moment and become mindful of the future ramifications of your actions. Avoid surprises. Avoiding surprises can guarantee control of your emotional reaction to any state of affairs. In order to avoid surprises, you must plan a reaction to any possible situation. He says, live and breathe the phrase, never let them see you sweat. Well, ain't that the truth, right? He goes on to say, the actionaire does not hold grudges nor retain past disappointments. In fact, they must release old disappointments. Past thoughts may keep you locked to the experience of the past. Thoughts of the past may distract you and affect your reasoning. Studying the past, however, will allow you to examine mistakes that have caused previous problems. Self-evaluation will enable you to break past behavior and lead you to a new course of action. He says, releasing the past will lead you to the gifts of the present and the future, and actionaires understand themselves and know how to control the representations of themselves. Through high self-esteem, they accept and approve of themselves, okay? And I want to stop right there. And again, this is chapter 10 of the book, Action Has No Season. But some of the things that uh, he was saying, I am so in tune with. And I had some aha moments as he was saying, you know, never, never let them see you sweat, which is maintain your composure at all times and don't allow yourself to be wrapped up in your emotions to the point to where it's causing you to make ill judgments. It's causing you to make false judgments and, th and, and make decisions that are not best for you. Because remember, that's what loving yourself is all about, is making the decisions that are best for you. And I want you ladies to always remember that. And I don't get me wrong, emotions are important, okay? Everything that we experience in life at some point holds a value. But as women, we both know that God gave us an extra portion of emotions, right? In many ways, we cry, we cry faster. We, um, our emotions allow us sometimes to be more compassionate. Uh, our emotions provide us with the mother instinct that we need. You don't, you don't have to be a mother to have a mother instinct because, in, in, in essence, you, you are created female. You're going to have a mother es, uh, instinct and feel uh, emotional at times, right? And so emotions for us is kind of like our middle name sometimes. We get very emotional about things. This is why as women, we can become very moody. Sometimes we love our business. Sometimes we don't love our business. Sometimes we love ourselves and sometimes we don't even feel like, you know, putting putting uh, makeup on or putting our clothes on or, or fixing our hair or, you know, sometimes we're just in that funk, right? And so in order for us to be actionaires, though, we can't allow our emotions to get wrapped up in such a way with us that the emotions are controlling everything that we are and, and, and everything that we do, because that is not the trait of an actionaire. An actionaire has a grip on her emotions, and an actionaire um, does not allow herself 
to say things out of place or be angry about certain things. Instead, an actionaire tries to keep cool at all times because you have to have a level-headed mind. You have to you have to have patience and you have to have enough clarity so that you can figure out solutions and and figure out a better way of doing things, right? And that's very very key. Um, I've talked to a lot of business women before who get very upset. They may say, you know, like I lost a sale or um, I, I remember last year talking to a client or year before last talking to a client who had shared with me that someone else uh, was moving right next door to her dress boutique um, and they sold the similar types of dresses and um, they moved right next door. Why the, why the landlord allowed that, I'm not sure, but it was not in her lease contract that she uh, that the landlord dress shop moved right next door, and her anger got in such a way that it impacted her for months to come. She could get it under control. It was a lot of wasted time, and so again, I agree. As far as being actionaires, we. If you're going to be always ready to take swift and immediate action on things, you do have to get your mindset and your anger and your thoughts. You have to you have to be in control of them or else everything that happens to you throughout the day is always going to be putting you in some state of mind where you are not able to take the right kind of action. So if you think about being an actionaire, just like being a millionaire, Think about all the times you have not been able to take action to certain things because you've had deductions from your your checking account, your action checking account so much that you are on zero. You're, you, you don't have anything where you can take um, from your deposits to use and, and put that into action. So, again, this is why he says be very careful about your emotions when it comes to actions because an actioneer knows how to be in control of their emotions at all times. Very, very good book. I want you guys to definitely mark this as one of your books in your success libraries. If you haven't gotten it yet, um, I know that Amazon.com has it. I haven't gone on Barnes and Nobles to check, but I do know that people are getting it from Amazon. It is 1237 after the hour. You are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. This is your host and business success coach, Trina Newby, and I trust that all of you are enjoying the show, writing some really good notes, things that you need to put to use right away in your business. Hey, I want to remind you guys that if you haven't already, make sure that you have scheduled your free power talk for the year. If you remember, all businesswomen get at least one free power talk each and every year. If you don't take advantage of it, then, well, that's on you. So my sisters, make sure that you visit us at womenaboutbiz.net. And right there on the front page, you will see the link uh, to schedule your free power talk. Make sure that you do that so that we can discuss ways to grow your business. We can discuss ways to better market your business. We can brainstorm perhaps on a new idea. But none of that can happen until you schedule the power talk. And here's a little tidbit for you. Don't forget that. You do not have to be put together and perfect before you give me a call, before you schedule your power talk session. Somehow as women, we always feel like, okay, I got to I gotta put all of this together and I got to uh, make all of this work before I talk to Trina. Well, that's just not true because that's the whole reason why you use a business coach because it's not all put together. You do need assistance with, you know, brainstorming. You, you could use some more ideas. You would like to tap into. Uh, talent and potential of someone that has more than 30 years of business experience, makes a six-figure income, and you want to know how you can do the same. And so, again, I want you guys 
to take advantage of the, the, the wonderful things that we have available to you over at Women About Biz. We're going to go ahead right now and go right into our topic of the day. As you know, our theme all this month has been loving yourself, loving your business. And um, again, big thank you to all of you who have emailed and text to tell me that you've enjoyed the show. I really, really appreciate that. That gives me a lot of warm fuzzies and it allows me to know if I am on the right track with helping you from a business perspective, okay? So today I want to talk about ways to focus on the results that you want, that you really, really want, okay? Um, at the, you know, at the end of the day, results is all about having the experiences that you want to have at the end of the week. And I really want to talk about this topic from a a weekly perspective, okay? And so with that said, results is all about the experiences that you want to have by Friday or by Saturday, you know, however, whatever day that you end your week on, okay? But here's the thing. I'm learning that a lot of business women really are not getting the results that they want at all. They're not getting the results, and they're going week after week after week with absolutely no results in business, and that is a no-no. That is a problem. I'm going to tell you one of the biggest reasons why it is a huge problem, and you may not even be aware of it. It is because it is uh, it's a huge problem because it is creating a, a lifelong habit to not get results. That's that's really the number one reason. When you get used to not having results, it waters down your belief system and your faith in yourself. And that then in turn causes you to have a negative belief that takes away from what it is you want in life or business, right? And the one thing that we have identified and that we know about habits is that Habits are repetitive actions that have occurred over and over again. Now, actions don't have to physically be happen. Actions can be a mental, it can be mentally a thought. It can be something repeated over and over, and it doesn't have to be something that you necessarily do with your hands, okay? But it could be a mental thought. It can be an opinion. It could be um, an experience, or it could be something that you physically do as well. Okay, but the thing you need to understand, though, is that after you go so many weeks, and I'm not just even talking about the weeks in a year. I mean, you know, after you go so many weeks without having results and you aren't doing anything about it, you're allowing it to go on and on and on, what happens is that it causes a chain of repetitive actions that become beliefs And now they are automated in your system and it's damaging. And this is why so many times you may have had so many weeks that could have been, that could have equated to like three or four or five years or longer that you have gone on and on and on without really stopping and asking yourself, why am I not getting results? What, what am I doing uh, incorrect or what am I, what am I not doing at all? And instead of asking yourself that question and discovering the answer and slowing down enough, you just keep on with the same habits. And the habits have been so automated and repetitive that it's happening. You're repeating the habits without even knowing you're repeating the habits. So now you're in the habit, okay, of expecting no results. How about that? What do you think about that? You may not believe that that can actually happen, but it does. It's happened to me before. I've talked to several others that it's happened to, and it is indeed true. You can actually have yourself in the habit of expecting no results. So I want to share with you some ways that you can better focus on the results that you do want. Now, if you remember, I do want to bring up, this is why it's so important to prepare your mind for greatness. Remember, I've talked about that because if you don't prepare your mind for greatness, I can guarantee nobody else is going to prepare it, okay? And I'm talking about people on this earth. 
know, God has already pre-installed in you everything that you need, but because because we live on this earth, there are so many things that can get in the way and cloud what it is that we want. And so we have to prepare our minds for greatness, and we have to constantly put ourselves in check so that we create that force field of strength around us to, to gain control over our day. And guess what? Preparing your mindset for greatness is a habit that you need to embrace. It's a habit that you need to start practicing so that it becomes a repetitive belief, meaning it, it happens automatically. You don't even have to think about preparing your mind for greatness because it's an automatic habit, right? You do it enough times, you're going to start seeing the results. So I, I say that to lead into the fact that, number one, with ways to focus on the results you want, you've got to stop overwhelming yourself with too many goals for the week, okay? Remember I said I was going to be talking about this from a weekly perspective. We are overwhelming ourselves with too many goals for the week, and as a result, our brains are shutting down and not wanting to do any of it. It's controlling us. It's saying it's too much, And if you don't stop it, I'm going to stop it. I'm going to make it to where you're tired all the time, to where you're not going to want to focus on anything, to where you're not going to want to do anything, to where you're really just not going to know. Because I'm tired and you keep doing, uh, planning too many things and and not accomplishing any of them. And it's just piling up and it's just too much for me. And that will happen to you. Okay, so you have control over this overwhelming feeling sometimes that you may get. So what do you begin to do? How do you stop yourself from feeling overwhelmed with too many goals for the week? Well, here's the first thing that you've got to do. The first thing you've got to do is you've got to face the mirror and say to thy own self, be true. Okay, you've got to ask yourself, is this what I really want to experience? What am I, all of these uh, actions that I'm taking uh, today, what is it? Why am I, why am I doing these things? Are they really leading to what I really want to experience? And better yet, do I even know what I want to experience by the end of this week from my business? What is it that I want to experience? Okay. And what I find out all too often is that too many businesswomen aren't clear on what it is that they really want from their business because they've not really did a yearly strategic plan to really think about what it is that they want to experience. And they've not really did a six-month strategy or even a month strategy, right? And so as a result, they're just kind of like reaching, like the octopus syndrome, just, you know, uh, reaching all over the place, but not really getting anywhere with the reach. Okay. And so you have to be very serious with yourself and you have to really be, be ready to be very real and raw with your truth. And you really have to ask yourself, okay, what I have listed here, is it really what I want to experience? I mean, like, what is it? You know, because sometimes we get in the habit, ladies, of having a wonderfully packed calendar that looks great, and sometimes we mistake a a planned activity calendar with a bunch of stuff on it. We we mistaken that for what it is that we want when, indeed, it doesn't represent what we want at all. So we have to start really seeking the raw truth about things. We have to be really willing to answer the question truthfully to ourselves. And I know many of you are saying, well, why do you keep mentioning truthfully? Because we lie to ourselves. Girl, don't tell me you don't. We all lie to ourselves. I don't know. That's something that happens with us as women. You know, maybe all humans lie to themselves to make themselves feel better. But at the end of the day, I'm talking to us as women about how we are with ourselves, Right. And we have to be truthful about what we want. Sometimes we're in the wrong business and we will not admit it. We will continue on with that business. We will keep going on and on and on with it. Um, and, And I just want you to understand if it's not the right business that you should be in, then don't be in it. I mean, it's as simple as that, right? You can't worry about what other people think. You can't. You cannot. If it's what you want, then you've got to look at why do you keep putting it last 
And why why is everything else on your planner or your calendar but the very things that will help you to get the results you're looking for each and every week? For example, if you say you you really want to see $1,000 come in every single week nonstop, you, you know, that's the goal. You know, I know sometimes that it may be under that, but the goal is $1,000 every single week. Then the first thing that has to happen is you have to make sure that you have a marketing strategy that is going to generate you leads, right? Because without generating leads so that you can close the sale, you're not going to have any business. So you really have to make sure that you understand that. And so if your whole week is packed with things that are not helping you to generate that $1,000 weekly, for example, then guess what? You are not going to meet your goal. And so this is why it's so important at the beginning of the week, you have got to start looking at all the activities. And you have to start asking yourself at the beginning the week that Sunday evening, early evening, you've got to ask yourself, okay, what is it that I would like to experience by Friday within my business, uh, goals wise, sales goals wise? How many leads do I want coming in? What else do I want to have experience? What what needs to happen in order for me to meet my ultimate goal, which is again, as an example, a thousand dollars in sales? What has to happen? And that is very, very key. Um, And then once you answer that question, you've got to back up to where you are at the top of the week, and you've got to say, okay, what goals do I need to set? What tasks do I need to set actually to support those goals? And what day are those going to be done? Am I going to delegate it or keep it myself? So you still got to follow the hierarchy system of goal setting, right? And so that is very, very key. So what I'm learning is that we're trying our very best to plug in too many things. We're trying to focus on too many things. And we fool ourselves because I've done it and I do it still and I have to reel myself in. We fool ourselves thinking, oh, I can get all of these things done. And yet each and every goal that you had hoped, okay? So what I want to recommend to you is that, number one, Again, you stop overwhelming yourself with too many goals. And I think if you are one of those people that you have not been seeing things get done, I think that you have really got to break it down even more and just name one thing um, that you would like to see done in your business for the week, okay? And it doesn't always have to be a sales goal. Um, It should Sales should be incorporated in there somewhere, but sometimes it could be setting up your foundation is still not done. So you have to get that set up before the sales can actually start taking place. But whatever it is, I want you to break it down and be willing to go to to sweat through this habit of always feeling like you got to have your calendar packed and you've got your hands on everything, but nothing is getting done. And I want you to list one thing that you need to get done on Friday and focus on the one thing. What tasks do you need to list to help you accomplish that one thing? And the reason why I'm saying this is because what happens is, remember, if you've not been experiencing positive results, in your business each Friday or Saturday, when, whenever you say the week is over for you, then what happens is that you set up a habit to expect no results. And because of that habit within your subconscious mind, it's causing you to sabotage yourself and not do anything or do all the wrong things or get distracted by a lot of different other things, right? And so what you're going to have to do is back it up Take the overwhelm away and just look at what you need to get done and say, you know what, I'm going to choose this one thing. I'm not doing anything else. Uh, This week, I'm going to focus on this one thing. And I'm talking about as it pertains to business now. This week, I'm going to focus on this one thing. And I'm going to list the to-do items that need to get done. I'll decide whether I'm going to delegate or I'll keep it myself and do it. But by this day, this should be done. I should be experiencing that this is accomplished. It's ready to go. It's, it's, it's completed. Okay? The next thing I think is going to be key in focusing on the results you want is, listen, ladies, 
please clear your workspace with the exception of what you've identified to be priority. Can I just tell you that? You know, take it from somebody who knows having a lot of paperwork, files, stacks all around you and on your desk does not work. It crowds your mind. It constantly keeps you in a state of overwhelm and anxiety and, and, um, and makes you feel like, you know, failure, like nothing is going to ever get done. So my, my suggestion to you is to, you know, have a filing system where you know where everything is located. You can always put a reminder in your calendar, hey, this is where this information is. Um, but you, you need to clear your desk or your workspace with the exception of what you've identified to be priority. And I'm talking about your immediate desk space. Why? It's because having a whole lot of paper stacked up and around you automatically spells chaos. It automatically sends a thought, the visuality of it sends a thought to your subconscious mind that you're overwhelmed and you start feeling overwhelmed. But when you have a clear desk workspace, you will be able to focus on what you, what you want to experience by the weekend, right? And that's very, very key. So clear your workspace. The other thing I want to suggest to you as well, when you're trying to focus on what you want, is create a ritual for yourself. A lot of people do different things. You know, like for me, um, I like silence. When I really need to pinpoint and focus on my writing, whether it's articles or whatever it might be that's pertaining to writing, I really like complete silence. But when I'm doing like my busy paperwork, I've got to do some bookkeeping or I've got to take care of some things or review, I may play some instrumental soft music in the background. And then some people say soft instrumental music in the background really helps them to stay focused on what's in front of them. So consider playing some instrumental music in the background very softly, nothing heavy, nothing like party music or with a lot of words in it. And that's why I say instrumental, right? But that, that can help you to stay focused, which I think is very, very important. Another thing that's going to help you to focus on the results you want, and I think a lot of people forget this, right? Is that sometimes you can write on a three by five index card, the task that have to get done for the week that support a particular goal and and have that on the desk in front of you. That should be the only thing that's in front of you as far as, um, you know, a reminder, a written reminder. And you you can tape it to your computer. You can, But what it does is that it's always flagged out to you that these are the things you should be working on, right? And that's very, very key. The one thing that I do know is that something has to give. And if you need to give up some some activities that are not in priority for your business, then this is something that you're going to have to sit down and, and, and think about. You're going to have to think about it. And you are going to have to look at some ways that you can actually delegate, okay? So even if you had a virtual assistant, for example, for anywhere from five hours a week, uh, a virtual assistant for five hours a week, depending on the source of the virtual assistant, can cost you anywhere from $40 right, can cost you anywhere from $40 to $150, depending on the type of work you need and and where and the source of the virtual assistant. But the thing is, is that what you need to understand is that you've got to start learning how to delegate to other people as well, because this is going to help you to better focus on things that you as the CEO need to focus on. It's key. Okay. When I asked several businesswomen the question of what held you back, what what was it that you uh, feel you didn't do um, in in closing the sale or in generating sale? You know what you know what it is. You know what I hear. What I hear is women telling me, well. I generated leads, but I just didn't have the time to call the people back. Okay, so what were you doing? 
uh, to the point to where you were not. Well, I was following my calendar and I was taking care of some other things. I was writing an article for my website and um, and I was trying to create a content schedule and I was on and on Facebook trying to respond to some comments. I was blah 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 blah. It's like okay, hold on. Was all of that uh, priority over closing the sale? You, you you are you saying that you had generated leads but you didn't close the sale? So we have to start paying close attention to and it's very important. We have to start paying close attention to how we are focusing, what we're focusing on and what we're saying it is that we want to experience. So I'm going to leave you with to thine own self be true because at the end of the day we got to be real. We got to keep it raw. We got to be up close and personal with ourselves and, and trust ourselves enough to say, you know what, I'm going to, if nobody else tells me the truth, I'm going to tell myself the truth when I'm not doing the things I need to do to work. So I want to encourage you to, again, don't overwhelm yourself. Just focus on one goal for the week and then create a do list to get that done. Clear your desk of all other things except for what should be priority. So that's what I have for you for today. I want you guys to know that I love you with the love of God. I want you to be extremely productive this week, and I want you to generate those sales so that you can experience positive results in your business. This is Trina Newby with Successful Woman Radio and Women About Biz. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.